0: Well, thanks for joining us on the Retirement Pathfinder this week. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Barbara Lane. She's a Retirement Income Planning Specialist at Pathfinder Wealth Management, serving you throughout the Rockford area, the author of two books, Roadmap for a Stress-Free Retirement and Remarkable Retirement. And Barbara, welcome to the inaugural Retirement Pathfinder podcast. How are you?
1: I'm good. Thank you.
0: I'm very glad to hear that and looking forward to not only today's show, but all the ones that we have in the future. I know that this is a venture that you, and Phil, uh, Phil Gusky, who will be co-hosting with us from time to time as well on the podcast. I know that this is something that you guys are excited about to be able to reach your current clients, reach new people who might be interested in learning about retirement in a totally new way through the podcast.
1: Yep, that's agreed. We, uh, we're really excited about this and we've been talking about this for quite some time and we like the idea of, of uh, this, the podcast, for staying in touch with our clients, for people that may want to check out our website, And so we're just excited about this new venture.
0: Well, it's gonna be a lot of fun and we won't delay. We'll jump right into our uh, content for our first podcast here in just a moment. But just to give you kind of a brief, you know, tease for what to expect over the coming months, we're gonna be doing lots of podcasts about different topics in the financial world, retirement planning, general financial planning. We're gonna cover everything from taxes to social security to investments to strategies versus products. The list goes on and on. We'll have opportunities to even answer some of your questions on the show. So it should be a lot of fun as we get going here. For our first podcast, we're going to start off, you might have seen the headline that said, an important question, how do you know? It's really one of the most important questions you can ask when it comes to planning for retirement. How do you know? Oh, I don't know, fill in the blank after that, right? Uh, The blank is where we fill in these crucial elements, the building blocks of the financial plan. So on today's podcast, we're going to cover what items you need to put in that blank, and then how Barbara and the team at Pathfinder help you kind of discover the answers to these different questions. So we'll start it off with an easy one, Barbara, a very important question, though, just because it's easy to ask doesn't mean it's easy to answer and doesn't mean it's not important. How do you know how much income you'll need when you retire? Why should we all be asking ourselves that question?
1: Well, that's a very good question. And I would say that it starts with your expenses. So what you want to do is add up all of your expenses, your necessary expenses, your elective expenses, and total those up for an entire year. Now, oftentimes people keep track of their expenses through maybe something like Quicken or a spreadsheet, but know what those expenses are before you retire for an entire year. And what you want to do is start out with that total, and then you subtract your guaranteed sources of income, like your Social Security and your pension And then likely you're going to come up with a shortfall. Well, that's where the rubber meets the road, because that determines how much you can withdraw from your retirement accounts. And then you have to take into consideration taxes and inflation and growth and risk but i would say to begin with add up all of your expenses for a year and know what those are and that's kind of where it starts
0: yeah i think it's a great point really important question to ask yourself definitely how much income you're going to need when you retire now similar questions to that but that take us in a little bit different direction barbara how do we know how much money we should have in the bank as we get closer to retirement? Or I guess in in different phases, maybe not at retirement, but a few years before it or once we get into it. That one probably comes with a lot of additional questions.
1: Yeah, and I would say that about three to six months of income is a safe place to start. Now, for me, I'm good with three months of income just because of what uh, interest rates are at banks today. But it's a comfort zone. And the focus, I would say, would be three to six months. But that's important to have that money there because you're going to need to access that money, especially when you retire for things like home repairs, for maybe a new car, for paying taxes, for vacations, for long-term care expenses. So you do want to have money sitting in the bank, although it's not getting too much these days because that's the least taxed.
0: Well, I know that's the hesitation that a lot of people have is they don't want to have a whole lot of money in the bank because it's not working for them. Are you having to remind folks that, okay, well, we have to remember the purpose of the funds the purpose of the money and the money that's in the bank its purpose is to be there at a moment's notice not to you know kind of get a big return on it
1: yes exactly because they want to withdraw money from there first before retirement accounts obviously so i tell you that most of my clients are pretty good savers though And they like to have a a sizable cushion. I would say even more than three or six months income for what I'm seeing with a lot of my clients. So that's a good thing.
0: Yeah, and that's good feedback too, that if you are putting maybe more than that three to six month amount in your emergency savings funds, this advice by no means is to, oh, well, stop that. You know, take more out, go to less. In your particular situation, it might make sense to have a little bit more based on your comfort level and those kinds of things. So that's, I think, good guidance there. Another important question to ask, Ask yourself, how do you know how much risk you should be taking with your investments? That's <coughs> gotta be one of the most popular questions you get in the office, Barbara.
1: It is. And yeah. Interestingly, when we analyze portfolios, we find a great deal more risk than what actually the investor is getting in return. So you would think conventional wisdom says higher risk equal higher return. But that's really not what we see. And so the reason for that is because of under-diversification. So if you're under-diversified, that equals more risk. So when you retire, it's not necessary to have a lot of risk in retirement. You've already grown your pot of money. And so now you want to keep what you have. But I would say that it's an individual conversation because what's okay for one person when it comes to risk is not okay for someone else.
0: So, Barbara, I think another important question to ask is, when it comes to fees, what you're paying an advisor to manage your portfolio, to help you with your investing life and your retirement plan, how do you know if those fees paid to that advisor are too high?
1: Sure. Well, I would say the question really is, what are you getting for those fees? In other words, is it just investment management Or is it more of a holistic approach to where it's investment management and they've helped you set up a long-term care plan, you've set up your estate with them, you're meeting on a regular basis. So if more services are offered, then it would justify paying more. But I would say that the average is about a 1% annual fee that's the average.
0: Well, I think the thing that you underscore there, Barbara, is that it's just so important to make sure that you don't focus on what the actual fee number is, but focus even more importantly on the value that you're getting for that fee. A lot of people, I think, overlook that piece of the puzzle, right?
1: Yeah, they seem to just look at growth and just look at returns. But there's there's more to retirement than that.
0: Lots of other moving parts we've got to certainly consider. Absolutely. All right. One All right. more important question. How do you know if an advisor is going to be a good fit for you or not. So eliminating the fee part of the equation and just focusing on, I guess, personality. Is it really that important, Barbara, that we be a fit with one another?
1: I think it is. And, you know, I'd say that the, the short answer is homework. <laughs> so do your homework. In other words, go to their website, get to know them, first of all, and that'll give you an insight on their them and, and their team and, and their philosophy. Do they have anything that they can send you about them? Are there any events that they're hosting that you could attend? Is there anything educational on their site that you can receive? And then ask to meet with them. Right now, for example, we're teaching retirement planning courses locally and we teach two-part courses. So last night we taught a course and then we'll be teaching again next Tuesday and then Thursday night, tomorrow night, and then next Thursday. So, and then if we're hosting a client event, we'll invite those people to come to that event. So it's not unusual for someone to see us two to three times before they consider hiring us and actually before we consider working with them. And that way, by that time, we both feel that there's a good fit and we're looking for a good, solid, long relationship too. And that's, you know, then we have ideas, we have expectations before it ever gets started.
0: Why is developing that trust so important? Is it so that, you know, somebody can feel comfortable you know, pushing back against you guys in case they have thoughts or concerns because you don't want somebody who's just going to completely go with the flow and not raise concerns when they have them, right? And I, I imagine that increased trust would be, that's just one example of how that increased trust would be beneficial in that kind of financial relationship.
1: Yeah, and that's, that is very true. And you figure that you're going to be working with these people. I look at 30-year plans. If someone's retiring, we have to plan for income and for their retirement to last 30 years. So now I don't know that I'll be alone for for 30 years, but that's what we have to plan for with our clients. And when you meet regularly with them, you want to have a good relationship. You want to feel like, yeah, they can say things to you that that you might not necessarily agree with and, and have those tough conversations But it's just got to be, it starts with trust.
0: Yeah, it's a huge piece of the puzzle, no doubt about it. And uh, Barbara, if uh, I'm new, obviously everyone's new to the podcast since this is our first one. But if I'm new to being introduced to you, maybe I'm not a current client. I've somehow stumbled across this podcast today and kind of listening to what you're talking about here and these important questions. What's it like to come in for a review of my financial plan with you? How does that process look and what's a great way to get started for somebody
1: well, we first have them come in, and then it's a, just a general conversation we like to have. You know, what are your concerns? If they're retired, if they're not retired, when are they planning on retiring? And it's important to find out if they are working with someone currently, what is that relationship like? Because I like my clients to stay with me for a lifetime, so oftentimes we may send them back to their current advisor if it's just a small issue and they haven't even addressed it yet. So really, it's general information for actually the first two appointments when, you, when we meet with someone. We like to get to know someone, and then we set a second appointment to go over their issues and their concerns. And if there are areas, what are those areas that we could help them with? And then, if it makes sense on both sides, then we proceed to a third appointment.
0: Well, if you would like to talk to Barbara Lane and the team, of course, at uh, Pathfinder Wealth Management, you can get in touch a couple of different ways. No question is too small or too big uh, or complex. If you have questions about your own financial plan, we encourage you to call the old-fashioned way, 815 Three nine nine ninety eight zero six. 399 9806 anytime that'll put you in touch with the office there at Pathfinder Wealth Management 815 9806 or online at PathfinderWealth.com there's ways to get in touch with us on the website as well PathfinderWealth.com be sure to go to PathfinderWealth.com and click the contact button and ask questions before our next podcast because we're going to feature some of your questions when we open up the mailbag on the next edition of the show Barbara, thanks so much for joining us on this edition of the Retirement Pathfinder, and we'll look forward to talking to you again soon.
1: Yes, it's great to be with you.
0: A lot of fun. That's Barbara Lane, Retirement Income Planning Specialist in Rockford at Pathfinder Wealth Management. For Barbara, I'm Walter. We'll talk to you next time on the Retirement Pathfinder.